Hello, and welcome to the Free Associates. That's right, folks, the Free Associates, the freedom to associate, the freedom of association, the freedom of just, like, free associating, like, just, like, letting it loose and, like, you know, not really being sure what you're saying at any given point, but it doesn't matter because you just keep talking and you just keep moving because you know why? I'll tell you why. The alternatives have limited appeal, silence and lack of motion, and you know, for some people it just doesn't work. Now we are here at the basin of the neo-brutalist structure here at the center of UMass Canvas. That Soviet giant mass of concrete just bearing down on our little DJ booth. And we are missing somebody. Yes, that's right. I've got Daddy Wags down here in the studio, and he and I are looking at one another blankly, Wondering where the whale dog is. Now, the whale dog is somewhere on campus, illegally parking his orange Vanessa. And he has texted us and has told us he's going to be late, but that doesn't excuse him at all. So I have texted him back, and I've let him know that he needs to call in as soon as possible. Because this show, when it starts, you can't stop it. You can't stop it. This is a show chock full of amateur commentary. Okay, all right, hold on, folks. The phone is ringing. I think we have Waylon on the line. All right, hold on. Let me just picking up. All right, and hello, you there? All right. Good. What's good? We're gonna guilt. We're gonna guilt you a little bit here. I got Daddy Wags down here. So Waylon, I you are late. But still in the fifteen minute window here. What there's if we a, were live? There was a fifteen minute window. I didn't realize that. I, yeah. I'm early. I'm early. That's life. That's life. That's life. I'm going to get breakfast. I'll be right back. I've never heard that. It's like Comcast, okay? It's it's a little bit like Comcast. Now, where are you right now? You're still outside? I'm opening the door to the campus center. And I already have have a a good excuse. Okay. What is it? It's it's an obvious lie. But in my right hand, I hold the Cumbies coffee. Right, well, that's the giveaway, you know. The audacity. The audacity. You should really get rid of that coffee before you hit the studio because, yeah, so I'm just wondering, like, how you actually feel about this. You know, it makes, it makes amazing entertainment, clearly. But the, the valley is riveted by the fact that you're late. Did you park legally or illegally? I parked legally, unfortunately. Learned your they lesson, didn't off. you? You learn your yeah, lesson. I know. Yeah. Did you hear no, that? I haven't learned my lesson. Did you know that? Oh, right I, I know about it, yeah. Did yeah. you know he got a ticket? Oh, yeah. yeah oh, it, was in the poli- it was in the police report. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Be free. No longer free. Uh, you know, a special report. Um, so, where are you? Oh, there he is. He's walking to the studio. Weird. <laughs> All right, Waylon, have a seat. Don't be late again. Yeah, well, you're not, your mic's not on, okay, so just relax. Now, uh, as you guys also know, part of the Free Associates is that we do free associate, that we just loosen our minds so that we don't become stiff. And, you know, although stiffness can be good in certain situations, never mind. Um, I am going to ask uh, the drawing to be held up, ready to free associate, in five, four, three, two, one. Hold it up. Jeez, Canopy Lake Park, fried foods, vomiting in a trash can, teenagers laughing, the lake, the lake, wanna be at the lake, get me back in the car, mom, 
take me home, take me home. Bum, sad, depressing free association. But really spot on. I'm going to give myself, I'm going to go ahead and give myself a 98.6 because that's the temperature of the human body. And you just took my temperature and my temperature was sad memories, sad memories. Now, folks, we'll be back in just a minute. Be listening to The Free Associates. And if you want to check out the reading coming up, it's thefreeassociates.us. Okay, that's our website. You can get our podcast there. We're going to be talking about the expensive, expensive proposition of college. We'll be back in a minute. Please listen to some Diodato, also Sparks Zarathustra. We are coming back in the studio, and Waylon is sitting there like a Cheshire cat. He has just noticed. He has just noticed that I have only put on my mic and Daddy Wags's mic. Yes, you did. So, do you have any thoughts on that, Waylon? Oh, he's just not going to get tricked. Okay, Waylon, there you go, pal. See, he pressed another button over there too. So he tried to to get the. He tried to disguise it over there pressed right next to my i did i did try to disguise it i feel like you should be punished in some kind of way for being so late well sorry i was late the, I, got, I got rerouted at umass and um we've already been through this i mm-hmm. got what Co- guys i got rerouted yeah yeah rerouted, yeah rerouted. i'll reroute your face okay <laughs> that's that's <laughs> why I le- that's why to i left rerouted. to get here about four hours ago so that i wouldn't that's right about the, uh... that's exactly right thank you that that you leave i actually now you could kind of you could dime me out right now couldn't you Daddy Wags, uh, I could. because why? I could. Wow. Well, somebody was, late, was huh? I was just sitting here, you know? Yeah. I thought maybe I'd had the wrong day. I assumed that I had the wrong day. I was like, yeah. I'm checking my, my, <laughs> my emails like, oh, no, okay. I was three I, minutes late. I've done that before, too, on, on a Saturday. I've come here. I've, I was sat out there for like 10 minutes listening to polka. No, that's because, yeah, you came here the wrong day. We already yeah. talked about that yeah. in another episode. But I also am guilty because I came about about three or four minutes late, but I did come bearing, and I'm just going to crinkle the wrapper Ooh, for the listeners. ASMR right there. Wisps. <laughs> wisp bacon barbecue cheese crisps. So when Daddy Wag sees me, he knows that those three minutes could have been avoided. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I could have been on time. Uh, yeah. Just like your giant chill zone in with the, yeah. thing. That, that's why I like the audacity of you just ratting out the well dog here because it's well, just it's just like uh, you are just on. you're just dogging him because yeah but three minutes three minutes instead of uh, fifteen minutes there is a distinction yeah. however I am the the tentative host of the show <laughs> like he is my co-host but I actually control the board so I I do get that like I have to be a little bit more on top of things right. by the way I don't want to forget that later I want to bring this bag into the conversation because mm. today we're talking about the expense of college. And the store up there at the UMass Campus Center is really expensive stuff. Oh, yeah. There's no, like, I'm, I'm looking for ruffles and cheddar sour cream ruffles. And th- what I'm looking at, this is a $5 bag of five you know, dollars cheese crisp. You're not going to attract students to Amherst, Massachusetts by with ruffles. You know, you need to, you need to go top shelf. Man. <laughs> I disagree. I actually think that store is not aligned with the student body. Is that uh, right? Kind of. 
well, I think there's a lot of the thing that you're forgetting the is the, like myself. The location of this place is a hotel. You are in a mm. hotel, yeah. so you're going to have hotel a, a neo brutalist Soviet hotel. <laughs> yeah. Well, in that yeah. case, if it if if the hotel were to mirror the actual architecture of the structure, then the store would have like beet juice yeah. and yeah, yeah, yeah. like oats. Well, no, chips. not even. No. I'm talking like Soviet style food. But, but all those, oh, yeah. but barley, all those parents, snaps. all those wealthy parents sitting at home, you know, in their in their wealth, want to be reassured that their kids are often in, in uh, right. Amherst, not eating ruffles, but eating you know barbecued bacon cheese crisps. Getting used to spending too much money <laughs> yeah. and and signifying class. Yeah. So it's not about the kids. It's about the about the parents feeling reassured that well, their kids are being taken true. care of. I suppose that's true, and I have to say these are really delicious, and they're probably better than for you than ruffles. But now, Daddy Wags, you you he's been on the hot seat recently because we had a dating app episode. But mm. when I know, when I found out finally, and by the way. Took him a whole day to respond to me. Yeah. He said he was offline for a day, and I thought, hey, that's the bad gadget episode. Gotcha, yeah. Daddy Wags. No, there was, were you doing it because of the day of unplugging? I don't I know. I was doing it because I was out at Mass Mocha and I just didn't feel like bringing my phone. With oh, me. so you were in Laurie Anderson's virtual reality? I was in, I was it. I was. Uh, <laughs> I went from Laurie Anderson's virtual reality to Norm Cody's virtual right, reality. Right, right, right. And I'm not sure which is more bizarre, to tell <laughs> yeah, you the truth. I hear you. I hear you. Well, but did you do that again? Did you do the VR thing again? The what? The yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah I did one of them. They did the new one. The okay. new one is To the Moon. And oh, I, the one before that. You know, the, it's not as interactive as the other one, okay. but it's kind of nice. We're talking about Mass Mocha has Laurie Anderson, yeah, virtual yeah. reality. We've talked about it. Yeah. We've talked about Well, not everyone is a faithful listener. We have to Every include Every single the minute. They write down notes. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. I do. And I it do. is great stuff. I, I will say that. Yeah. And James Terrell's lit up room. Right. Uh, well, Terrell, Which we just love. makes me, you know, Although I got dizzy in that room, too. I mean, I love James Terrell. I love the light work. But I got... When I went, I did both Laurie Anderson's yeah. thing and the Terrell room, yeah. and I ended up like feeling clammy and, and yeah. nauseated. But I kind of feel like if I go to a museum and I feel dizzy, I, that, I consider yeah. that a victory. I, I, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. I suppose. Yeah. All I can think is when I'm at Mass Mocha, I'm like, where did they get all this trash? You know, so many of the like main chamber epi- uh, exhibitions are like piles of trash actually yeah. well, they actually had one Plastic some time trash. ago it was all uh, uh <laughs> what do you call it uh, <laughs> packaging materials you know all that stuff and they actually made it into that's a what i'm art. saying yeah yeah but, so so that, but, but norm has inadvertently gone out the back door next to the dumpsters and he's staring at the thing for an hour being like wow this yeah, is right. great art yeah right. i'm not even <laughs> in the next to the right. he's next to the recycling bins north adams in the parking landfill. lot yeah. i'm in the north adams Some landfill headlights hitting so it just silly. right and he's getting clammy well you know on that note i do want to do a, a barbarian um live performance or promo video stuff and the this is the what the way I see the live performance. I actually think this would work really well at Mass Mocha. Not that I'm anywhere near doing it there, but in, it's in a parking lot, and it I have a backing band, but it's more like a one man show. It's not long, maybe forty five minutes, and the whole centerpiece of the show is that I'm washing and waxing a car that's been in a really bad accident. Mm. That's like all mangled. That's wow. like the visual, and there's like. Guys like Whaling coming up to me and being like, "You're not doing that right," you know. So that's a like, so that's that's what I. I and mean, we might do a promo video on it. That sounds cool. Have I, have I ever told you my my theater masterpiece that I want to create? Uh, no. It's uh, wrestling, professional wrestling, but 
you come into a bar and you everything's everything's fine there's some paying customers this that the other thing but then a bar fight breaks out and there's no characters like that you know you just know that there's professional wrestlers that are going to just screw each other up and like throw each other over the bar and mm-hmm. just like crack chairs over each other's heads and there's like sugar glass bottles that they break over each other but you have no idea when it's going to happen mm-hmm. it's just going to start happening mm. Well, they do stuff like that, right? There's very much like site-specific stuff that people have worked on. Not, I'm really? not, not the exact same thing, no. but well, there's improv everywhere or something like that. Have you ever heard about that? They're a really cool oh, group yeah, yeah, in yeah. New York. One of the things they did, This American Life did a, a, a longer episode on this. One, yeah. This band from Vermont called Ghosts of Pasha were performing on the Lower East Side. It's some small venue. They were on yeah. tour. Like 10 people would go to their shows. Not even. Yeah. I mean, like... By accident, they would go yeah. to the shows. I'm not even saying the band was bad, but this group had found their album and they memorized the whole album. And there was like 120 of them, and they came to the show and were like <laughs> yeah. singing with every song. And then as soon as the last song was over, they disappeared. And it really got in these guys' heads because they're sitting there like, it's working, it's working. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then afterwards, they were like, that's the worst thing that ever happened to us. And then they were like, you know what? I'm glad that happened because that was my worst fear is being embarrassed like, that way. So there is a lot of cool improv. And yeah. Do you know about Sleep No More? No. So in New York, they had, do you know about that, Danny no, Rice? So it was a, a quite elaborate. They took over a whole building in Chelsea. And they created an artwork where you, a theater piece, where you walk around. The, the It's like everything's happening. And all the rooms were really, I mean, I'm, this was a big this was a big production. It was like some weird old 1920s hotel that they recreated, but it was very arty. And like you could follow the performers around through the hotel. Like they were on their own circuit. There was all these performances going on and you couldn't interrupt them, but you could just go around. And a guy also got sweaty and clammy and nauseated. <laughs> so, <laughs> I tell you, Canopy Lake Park, amusement park, fried food, Laurie Anderson. This is really turning into a real Free Associates episode. <laughs> now, on, on that note, we probably should uh, move on to the reading. I do want to remind you guys the reading is at freeassociates.thefreeassociates.us, as is our podcast. And the reading is about the expense of college. Now, I mentioned that... You were on the hot seat with dating apps the other week. Now, Daddy Wags, you're on the hot seat right now because you have two kids who are going to go to college in the next three or four years, right? Yeah, yeah. unless they become independently wealthy beforehand and don't need it. I mean, yeah. I keep hearing, I don't know whether this is something you... I I don't know whether this is a real thing, but uh, for a while I was hearing all these high school kids talking about you know, doing other things. You know, not, I don't mean like gap years, but just like, oh yeah, well, well, you know, why? Yeah. And And I'm always like, well, of course, you got to go. It's just, it's just, you know, it's part of, it's part of the rite of passage of, of it's part. It's not well, about, it, you know. Let's it's just, get back to that. I'm curious that you say you got to go. Um, I'm not. I don't doubt. I don't doubt it. But let's get back to that in a mm-hmm. minute. I'm, that, I am curious. I think your spotlight's on you, Daddy Wags. And I just want to <laughs> say, I'm the BIQ. I'm the barbarian in question. We have Daddy Wags and the whale dog here, who got a parking ticket last couple times ago, forty five bucks. Went to his, the scholarship fund, which funds college kids here. 
But so, in good news, it's charity. It's charity. And tuition, I gave my charity. Tuition uh, no, will not goes, be going up you know in UMass. I'm, I'm, I'm selfless. Is <laughs> it what, goes what to it that basketball to. court you were complaining yeah, yeah, about. Exactly. That the parking. There's a basketball court that yeah. the parking committee has. Yeah, some shady things going on over there. Yeah, very shady. Yeah. Um, so the the we kind of have two articles we're looking at this week. The first article is about Purdue University, and it's about the president of Purdue University. Purdue, excuse me. Um, who is the former governor of Indiana. Indiana is an interesting state for a lot of this stuff. It's a right-to-work state. It's kind of an anti-union state, uh, but it's doing pretty well in manufacturing. And he's a real penny-pincher. What's the guy's name? Anyone? Mitch Daniels. Okay, yeah. sorry. Yeah. yeah, Mitch Daniels. And after being governor for eight years, and it seemed like he had a successful run, um, he was made president of Purdue University, which I didn't realize was a state school. Mm. I don't know, perhaps because of the name, I, you know, you would think it would yeah. call University of Indiana. But it's a well-known school. I, I remember it growing up. It's a big school. And um, he has start, – article starts out where they're trying to put the tuition above $10,000. And he throws a fit. And he's like – not a fit, but he's like, no, we're not doing this. We're going to keep it under 10000 And a year or two go by and they keep it under 10000 And he's consistently – and his staff and everyone has been able to keep the university under $10,000 tuition. So this is obviously a major accomplishment in an age in which college inflation is out of control. Is that right? I mean, that's what the article's about. And yeah. then it's about kind of pluses and minuses and stuff like, how is he doing it? How are they doing it? Are they really, is it really good? Yeah, and he. I guess it's also philosophical in that, in that he runs the university as though it were a business. Right. Um, even you know, even the ten thousand dollar thing. He talked his example of why he wanted to be at nine thousand nine hundred and ninety something dollars as opposed to ten thousand and two dollars was if you were at Walmart and something's on sale, yeah, they're not right. putting it on sale for ten dollars and two cents. They're going nine ninety nine, and and so he was kind of thinking in in that way, just just that visual that that business thing, and so you, you got to so I can, I think everything he does kind of grows out of that mindset. Yeah, he's a real penny pincher, and also. What it does do is it creates a useful barrier, too. Like, I agree with you that it's like a weird-looking price to go above those numbers. You're adding an extra zero. But it's also served the purpose of being like this like game almost. almost feels like a game. Can we keep the tuition under ten grand? I felt like this might appeal to you, Waylon. What appeals to me is <clears throat> excuse me, the systematic kind of restructuring that he does in order to keep it under. Okay. Because you want to talk one about of the that? things is that's... Uh, kind of brought up after the point is if you factor in inflation to this entire equation and yeah. you're just thinking about the re- reasonable increments of going up during the time that he's uh, been president, tuition should be somewhere in like the between fifteen and nineteen thousand dollar range. So right. we're going up a considerable amount, but he's kept it there. But the things that he's done to keep it there are all these kind of little micromanaged things like. Removing the payphones because, uh, you know, cellular devices just made them obsolete or centralizing the food services. And so it really is um, it's an interesting uh, thing to look at when you're thinking about all just adding up all those little kind of nickel and dime things to see how, how you can factor into the larger the larger piece and make that more manageable. The other thing that is really kind of glossed over a little bit in the article is that Purdue and Kaplan 
strike okay. up a deal. And you think it's glossed over? I think it is because I did not understand the deal because they buy Kaplan for a dollar. Yeah. What is that? So, yeah. So there's there's this kind of partnership and marriage between private enterprise and public university, and in doing so, it brings kind of Purdue into the glo- the online global kind of this online global territory, and. It, all of these things that, he, that are these little micromanagement things or like little kind of nickel and dime things, I think that they are, they pale in comparison to what's going on with the kind of global enterprise that's being set up. Because I think that that has a pretty big effect on the actual economics in this situation. So you think that they're getting a lot of money from this online? Uh, I'm just wondering. Maybe not yet, but it's, 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 it's definitely helping subsidize what's going on. And this is every university is, is entering the online sure. universe because mm-hmm. it's so economically efficient. You can throw any, any amount of students into an online course, and even if you cut that tuition in half for that online course, you're, you're still making a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a very interesting business model because uh, I've done online courses. I, I didn't like them personally. Um, I, it didn't suit me. But the kind of business model behind online courses is I'm going to get you credit. I'm going to get you the credit you need, and you're going to pay a lot for very little, actually. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, let's be honest. You're not paying for facilities or anything like that. So I don't know how long that can keep going, but there is a kind of like devil's deal there, in my opinion. We're paying some adjunct professor almost nothing to run these courses, and we're putting our stamp of our university on this credit. But you do run the risk of really def- uh, deflating or, or creating, excuse me, creating inflation around what your credit's worth. And I think that that's what happens with the online craze is that now one of the things that the article mentions is that kind of tuition and all in, in the expenses of college are just kind of astronomical because there's no real anchor for that kind of commodification of other things. There's this supply and demand that's missing. There's services that are rendered, but it's, it's a little ambiguous on how much you're actually getting for that. Yeah. And I think that with the what's, what universities have been doing is leveraging the fact that that stamp of three credits or that stamp of a you know bachelor's degree or that stamp of this, that, the other thing, they're, they're pricing that and there's a there's a kind of a thin veil that's over all of this where someday in the near future like you were saying daddy wags that people are going to catch on that knowledge especially in a kind of with the democratization of the of the internet and being able to learn everything that you need MIT has their own free all their courses Harvard has all their courses online mm-hmm. if you actually apply yourself and can demonstrate all this stuff that thin veil is going to be lifted, and we're Depends. going to be in in, <laughs> yeah. a, in a really different society than we are now. Okay, Daddy Wags. Well, I was just going to say, I think a lot of it depends on how we define the college experience, and <clears throat> yeah, is it definitely. contained in the classroom? Mm-hmm. I no. mean, if you can, I mean, I do think that there's a value in, in sitting in a room with a professor or a teacher and and getting getting that in a um, you know in a direct way as opposed to doing it online. But that aside. There's also so much more around the college experience, and that's the thing that when when I am at home and I'm hearing, well, I'm not sure about, co-, I keep thinking, well, it's not about 
the classroom. It's about all that other stuff, all the things that, you know, if you go and you live in a college, you're in a dorm, you have to re- learn to relate. You've got a roommate. You've got to learn to get get along with that person. The kid so across that's the that's finishing school. All the things, in, all the things that, that wow. turn you from being a teenager who's sort of a big kid into a college, you know, now a recent college graduate who's like sort of a, you know, just on the verge of really being an adult. There's that transition that happens in college, particularly for those who go away and live away from their parents for the first time. And that is what colleges kind of provide. Now, maybe there's another avenue for doing that, but right now that's the model we have. Can I can I add to that as well? I think that's really right. Um, it does sound like a finishing school, which I think colleges kind of are a lot of the time, especially if you're doing humanities at college. That's kind of a finishing school. And it <clears throat> what's a finishing school? I don't know. What that's that is. like an old fashioned Victorian era thing that like people, particularly young women, would go to finishing schools, like a prep school type. No, thing I'm talking about like learning to play the piano, learning to have polite manners, and like. Uh, it, it, it's a thing from like Austin novels, or maybe not, maybe a little bit later. Yeah, they always have like the, the beginning of the name is always like Miss Something's School for Young Young Ladies oh, or yeah. something. Miss it's, at least that's in, the, in you know the old ballet. days. It's it's supposed to give you the gloss of class, and that's what I wanted to add on to what you were saying a, a while back in the show. Greg White came on, and we were looking at a wealth inequality um, article, and it talks about how colleges are a great sorter of class. And that one of the things you get by going to college is marrying into a certain class. And this is one of the way that classes keep their money. You know, it's really become, it feels very like um, Victorian England a little bit. So if you go to Amherst College, you're going to be marrying into that class. Excuse me. If you go to a different school, you're going to be marrying into that class. So along with what you're talking about, which does sound like finishing school a little Mm -hmm. bit, it's about manners. Mm -hmm. You're talking about manners and, and getting along with people. You're talking about, Waylon, um, something that I think can really work if you're in IT, for example, or like you're in tech stuff. That is to say, if you can do programming, they'll test you when you're getting your interview for programming. If you can do it, you can pull down 140K. Um, but we're t- everything outside of like hard sciences requires this like weird class sorting finishing school. I guess the, the, fin- on the point of finishing school... I would take it the opposite direction. It's not about learning manners. It's about not um, not getting yourself into a bind and understanding how to operate in society, but not on the manners side. Like, there's, you know, so many people. First, first semester at UMass when I was when I was here, I you know partied and had a good time. I always made went to class. I got good grades, and then the next semester, all the people that I was hanging out with were on probation. And then the next semester after that, they were all kicked out. It's, I think that what is that, the kind of life's, the life lessons that you're learning uh, that Daddy Wags is talking about is not those etiquette things. It's the nuances of life where you are now uh, basically on your own. Mm-hmm. And you need to now fend for yourself. Right, and you both, need to. Though. I don't think you have to negate the fact that. I, I get yeah, but what who's, you're, who's holding like forks and knives over here? It's, what was the no, finishing that please, you're touching please, about? Please, please, <laughs> it's obviously not about like nor- forks and knife placement. But it, are you? But arguing? what is it about finishing school? Is what in this situation? Um, well, okay, you went to UMass Amherst, so yep. it might not be as pronounced here as it might be at, at Amherst College or like Swarthmore and stuff like that. But there's a whole vernacular that goes along with. Uh, schools that are middle elite, upper elite schools. And you're just fraternizing with people 
who you the can later, I'll give you, yeah. later make connections is well it's more than fraternization it's what bands you're listening to it's what like thinkers you're listening to it's what magazines you're reading like uh am i wrong to no, say I, that I, I, no i think but i think you guys are kind of hitting on the same things just maybe coming at it from yeah, two, exactly. two sides of it but it is really yeah. it really is the um it is that really i think it's that transition from having the reliance on your on your parents and 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 your you know, and those around you when you're living at home to being on your own, really. And and I know that you don't need college. You could just move out of your parents' house at, at age 18 and, and get an apartment and fend for yourself. But there's something about, about being in this. It's kind of like being in an intentional community. It'd be like yeah. moving out of your parents' house into a, a, a co-housing place or or, a, or, a, or or some other place like that where you are, where it is structured Outside of your own self, but it's also unstructured because nobody's going to wake you up in the morning to say, hey, you got to get to school. Nobody's going to say, hey, how come you're not doing your homework right now? How, nobody's going to tell you all those things. How, why are you having that for, for dinner? Why, why are you not having this? Yeah. All that stuff that you need to learn how to do on your own. And, and as, you, as you say, well, dog, some of the some of the kids just can't handle that yet. They're, they're 18 years old and they think life's a party. And that's all it is. And other kids say, life's a party, but it's also this, and it's also that, and it's also that. And so you can fill your life with more partying and having a good time, but also keeping it in context. Well, can I just add to that? I think it's eloquent. Um, it's, you're not learning on your own. You're learning with your peers, mm -hmm. which I'm a big believer in, that we always really learn from our peers first. And that goes to what Waylon was talking about. It's about his friends on probation, and his friends are kicked out. Like... You're watching your peers drop off. Some of them are succeeding and some of them are dropping off. And so um, that, that experience is informed by your peers. Uh, and so not totally alone, but I get your point. Mm -hmm. And so in that sense, it's, it's a reasonable proposition. I think your democratization of information works really well for tech stuff. And I've noticed that at the high school, we have two students who are working in the IT department full time who were seniors two years ago. Yep, and I don't think they're going to college. Maybe they are, but yeah, I don't. I don't think so either. And I mean, they're probably making as tech, much as yeah. I am right now, and will be making yeah. more very soon. Tech's an outlier type thing because it's just is such a hyper evolution of technology, where mm -hmm. it's like you can get certificates. Like the big thing for for technology is certificates now, because mm -hmm. you can get a certificate in a relatively short amount of time, three to six months. And that right there might expire in three to six months. So you got to right. stay on top of it. So yeah, that's, that's a big thing. And it's but, also a young person's game. I mean, really yeah. there are things I, I can't, I have to go to my teenagers to, uh, to have certain things to understand certain things about my computer, even though, you know, five years ago I was, they, they had no idea. Now right. they just, it's just their, it's their first language. And so tech is, I guess, an outlier. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I get. I wonder now. I wonder if anyone in this room besides myself, I'm Daddy Wags, must be able to name this tune. Waylon has been failing just terribly, probably because he's too young. But anybody? Sounds like a song in, that starts um, Billy Madison. <laughs> well, they, yeah, you're right. Doesn't isn't Billy Madison? He goes back to school, doesn't he? Yeah. But it's elementary school. <laughs> he has to go through all the grades. <laughs> he has to go through all grades. the grades. Great. I don't know. Uh, classic. Really? You don't know this? I'm thinking like Daddy. like the the bicycle uh, the, the the movie about the bicycler bicyclist. No, no, no. I breaking away. <laughs> yeah, something like that. I'm thinking no, that come this on. is Emilio I'm Estavez, Judd Nelson. Oh, this is Rob Lowe. Oh, okay. Yeah, come yeah, on, yeah. college yeah. movie. 
Yeah, I forgot. Are you talking about this one? Oh, oh, wait. Yeah, I'm talking about this music. It's from a movie. It's a college movie. It's a classic 80s college movie. Oh, 80s college movie. I don't know. You're gonna. This is gonna hurt you when I say it. Okay. All right. Seen Elmo's Fire. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There you go. All right. There you go. I did see it. Hey folks, you listen to WMUA Amherst. Uh, this is the Free Associates. Our website is thefreeassociates.us, and uh, we're going to be coming back in a little bit. It's it has yet to get as chaotic and awful as it's about to. So please stay tuned. This will be flying. You are listening to the Free Associates on WMUA Amherst. All readings, coupons, malware and hacks can be found on thefreeassociates.us. If you are enjoying the Free Associates and want to show even more incoherent consider trying Barbarian in the Valley, which begins midnight Saturday and stretches into 1 a.m. Sunday morning. All information regarding Barbarian in the Valley can be found at barbarianinthevalley.com. Consider yourself warned. 